Ghost Protocol. Protocol. Brosive. Mission Impossible Bro. Okay, now, now it's appropriate for me to bring out the... Uh, that doesn't sound like it either. at all. It sounds like mice running on the floor. Does that sound more spy-like? 60 spy? A little bit. I think you got it. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Woo! From me to you, here's Mission Impossible. And prostitute. And prostitute. And prostitute. Insta brew. Even the dogs looked at each other like, not good. That's <sighs> not a good. Stop joke. it. Stop it, guys. <laughs> Stop. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're on our fourth installment uh-huh. of this dear series to us. Yeah. Uh, and- reviewing every single one of the Mission Impossible movies leading up until Mission Impossible Six. And fall. And out. Honestly, each episode just gets better. They just. You, I mean, each it's one's like, better than the last. It's you like guys, butter right now. Just keep. Just just push through with us. We only get better. That's right. We're Vino. That's it, what this the one Vino better. in podcast. It's not. It's not across those streams. Sorry, no. We're about beer here. <laughs> Actually, uh, technically, we're having a uh, uh, sort of unnatural podcast right now. Yeah. We're, we're having coffee. I know because it's water. Like morning time. <laughs> yeah, this is a little BTS for you guys. Yeah, you uh, you got to realize sometimes we need a break. Mm-hmm. And we don't drink beer in the morning generally. So yeah, but we are alcoholics, but not like. You know, like we're we're functioning alcohol. We're not like though. Amy Amy Winehouse alcohol. No, you know, R.I.P. All right. Um, however, you brew coffee, so I don't feel bad about this. Yeah, there you go. That's a nice workaround. Bam. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah, I had some coffee earlier, so now. What's your favorite kind of coffee? <sighs> what like, do you mean, like brand? Well, you or? like the dark brew. You like the light. Yeah, you I'm like medium a golden. Roast. Okay, medium roast kind of guy. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, medium roast. Usually, I like I like hazelnut. Mm. Anything hazelnut. So give me like I have that hazelnut milk, that hazelnut nut juice. Yeah, that they can't call it milk anymore. No, it's hazelnut juice, Uh, hazelnut creamer. Mm -hmm. Just collide it all. I'm about it. This works for me. I've grown up on a darker roast, but I uh, I'm with the darker a medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my my pour over kit. Mm-hmm. Get a little fancy. Get some get some hipster juices flowing. Mm-hmm. We got that espresso too. Yeah, yeah. espresso's good. This is turning into the One Beer and Podcast. Let's get back on track here. Okay. Well, we're here for another review of Mission Impossible. We're on episode four, which means we are on MI four, uh-huh. which but is also called Ghost Protocol. Ooh. Yeah. So we're we're getting into the uh, vague spy type words that they use in all of them <laughs> where it's like you see the title and you're like oh that sounds cool mm-hmm. i have no idea what it means yeah but it sounds cool internal inquiry <laughs> that's, that's what that's a pretty good one that Thank sounds you. boring yeah but it sounds like it <laughs> it, it sounds like paperwork yeah internal inquiry um but yeah so we're let's make that short film about it just everybody who has to do paperwork after ethan yeah. gets done doing his job look at how much money he spent he doesn't give a shit about us we're out here fucking Did you see how much money those guns were each one of those guns that he set up to just shoot as a distraction in the first mission four million dollars each oh god so 
boss a- is going to have my ass. Well, you know, guess we're working through the holiday. Yeah. Anyway, Mission Impossible 4, Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. I can't, we can't even, I don't think we should even call it MI4 just because they do, there's no reference to that. Even any of the marketing, it's mm-hmm. not, it's just, it's just Ghost Protocol. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, well, it's a Brad Bird joint mm-hmm. now. We've moved on. <clears throat> and you can immediately, like if you, it reminded me of The Incredibles. <laughs> yeah. It did. I, honestly, I was <laughs> looked like, I could not watch that movie without thinking, uh, that could have been the Incredibles. Yeah, there is a definite through line there. Right, Brad Bird, obviously a director known for his animation work with a uh, Disney Pixar. Uh huh. Most specifically, the Incredibles. The Incredibles. Uh, and and you know, I was really surprised to learn that they tapped him to be the director for this film. Yeah, but he does an excellent job. I mean, it makes perfect sense because yeah. there's totally a spy theme throughout the Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Um. Tons of action set pieces, even though it's an animated movie that doesn't take away from the fact that he's basically directing an action movie yeah. in The Incredibles. So, yeah, I mean, I, you put it down on paper and it makes sense. It did. Uh, so, we find ourselves, I don't know, maybe maybe it's logically like five years removed. I think it is like like five years. Yeah. Um, Ethan, we find him in a, he's locked up in a jail. Uh, Russia. We, uh, he gets broken out mm-hmm. by Simon Pegg's character, Benji. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get introduced to uh, Paula Patton's character. So we're, we're, it's all, it's already, you can see the difference between the third one and Ghost Protocol. Mm-hmm. Like it's less, it's way less serious. Yeah. There's already some like comedic elements in right. the jail breakout scene. Yeah. It's, it's, Definitely more on the side of fun, yeah, than part three was, yeah. Oh, 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 but we're forgetting the opening opening scene where the spy gets the right. paperwork and, um, yeah, the 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 nameless, faceless, uh, other spy, yeah, other handsome spy, yeah. Just he's one of those guys who's like, there's a couple of actors in Hollywood who you only see them in a handful of things, mm-hmm. and it's because they're so handsome that they're no longer like they can't for some reason they just can't be good actors right even if they're super talented they're like they're just so handsome that that's all they can be is handsome it becomes distracting past a certain point where you're like you're not really uh, registering them as the character but more like oh man look at that dreamboat right do you know who uh david gandy is david gandy uh probably if i saw him yeah he's he's like He's like a a pretty famous um, model. Uh-huh. He's like the model. He's like this. Just I'm gonna just pull him up he's so you can see how model. he's like ruggedly good looking. Uh-huh. Has the beard. He's always wearing like three piece suits. I mean, he's a he's just not David Lynch. Oh, I I love David Lynch. <laughs> ruggedly yeah, David handsome. Lynch is ruggedly handsome. <laughs> Look at that guy. Oh yeah. I mean, that's just you want to talk about Dreamboat. Wowie, wow. Now wow. imagine if that dude was an actor. You'd be like, no. I don't believe anything he does except for fucking. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. He's here for he's here on this planet for two things. It's taking pictures and having sex. I mean, look at him, man. I can't be mad at it. No, absolutely not. So yeah, it's kinda it's kind of the same thing. This guy uh, his name's Josh Holloway, by the way. Josh the, Holloway, the, That's uh, cool. the actor. He's I know him from Lost. 
that's where I instantly recognized him. I figured the reason why he's in it, uh, you know, not to take away for him as an actor is that, you know, he and JJ obviously worked together before. Yeah. And JJ's still a producer on this film. So. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He's the, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I remember a couple, like, I've only seen a couple episodes of Lost, but uh-huh. I, I, I. Oh, he was yeah. one of the main guys. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah. It's just like, you know, he's just got like those, like, perfect white dude looks, you yeah. know? Big, big, strong chin, mm-hmm. great teeth. Bone straight nose, shaggy blonde hair. I mean, it's just like, yeah, you know, too handsome. He's right. too handsome. So he gets murdered oh, almost curse. immediately. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what, a, what a problem. Oh, we know how that feels. Yeah. Am I right? I mean, I do. I don't know about you. Uh, he gets murdered almost immediately by yeah. the assassin. She's she's sexy too. Everybody's super attractive <laughs> in this true. one, man. <laughs> this this time around, they were like no uglies. Yeah, no uglies. This is just going to be a dreamboat movie. Jeremy Renner's in it. Yeah. Paula Patton. Yeah. Uh, Simon Pegg has lost a ton of weight, uh-huh. so he's looking great. He's a field agent now. Yeah. He has I'm, to slim up. Dude, it's, it's yeah. They they went full on like, okay, everyone's going to look fantastic right. in this. You know? And they did. They, that they did. Uh, but yeah, no, I, as you were saying, that, that intro was pretty interesting. I, I find actually all the intros to be interesting in these movies. Yes. Um, it's something I look forward to whenever I'm going into a Mission Impossible movie. Is like, how are they going to intro this mm-hmm. this new one? Yeah, they definitely do really well to... Uh, it's like when you're in school mm-hmm. and... Uh, they they teach you when you're writing a a, a pair uh, um like an essay yeah and it's like you gotta have that hook get that thesis statement that out th- there and and start strong boy howdy do these movies start strong oh, yeah. doesn't matter one two three or four mm-hmm. they all have a fantastic opening scene yeah so this one I found interesting in the fact that you assume that it's gonna be Ethan that we're you know coming up to in the very beginning of the movie but it's not mm-hmm. it's this random guy that mm-hmm. we have never <clears throat> met before. And we're still invested in this because it's it's such an intense scene. It's this this chase. It's kind of a, a I don't know a slowly broiling chase that leads into this um, the death of him. Yeah. Which again we don't really see coming either because it's like okay if you're introducing him and you're opening he's gonna make it through right right like, there's got to be reason for him to be here right but no he's doomed from the yeah. the get go they pull that rug right under you right out from under you yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, I found that as an instant hook and like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. And then straight from there, we get into the whole prison break, mm-hmm. uh, which is another, like you were saying, comedic, but also pretty cool action segment of a lot of like hand to hand combat. And, yeah. You know, uh, the, the usual spy cliche of the guy unlocking the doors. Yeah. Uh, while the other guy runs through. I think, um, um, I think, I think these movies are sorely lacking in more fight scenes for Tom Cruise which if trailers uh hold true it looks like Fallout's going to oh man going to deliver on that, that I've only heard scene? good things about the bathroom scene oh god i i need to see that bathroom scene i know i need it yeah i'm itching to see that mm-hmm. but he, he cocks his fists <laughs> come on <laughs> he does yep. he does <laughs> <laughs> Gotta reload, bro. <laughs> Think about it. Like that. He does. <laughs> you're like, holy shit! He's not fucking that, around. This looks that looks badass. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah, they we we need more of that. So I think maybe yeah maybe they 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 figured that out too. Mm-hmm. I think um, 
uh, modern action films try to strike a balance between that. There's uh-huh. like big action set pieces, and then like there's really cool fight scenes. Right. I a mean, there's smattering of gunfights. Yeah. yeah, I think there's just so many nowadays. There's just so many people in that industry who are like, I could choreograph that fight scene. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many people out there who you're like, you know, we we could. We can make this work. This could, this could, and the technology and the money that's being yeah. thrown around to make these look great. So, you know, agreed. Um, uh, yeah. So this one, all right. He gets broken out of prison. Yeah, gets a friend out too mm-hmm. that he, I guess, was undercover uh, and like became friends with in the uh-huh. prison. He gets which a, he comes get, around later. He gets his mission immediately if he chooses to accept it, mm-hmm. and he does like always. Right. And the important thing to remember in in this opening segment is they also uh, allude to the fact that um, Julia is no longer in the picture. Yeah. They don't say how they don't really explain it at first, but we're kind of led to assume that maybe it just didn't work out. Yeah. She, she, she leaves him. Right. That's that's what we believe. When I first saw this movie, I was like, okay, they just, didn't get her back this right. time and they're moving on yeah on that's the franchise. yeah exactly i, I thought like, i thought the same thing i was kind of disappointed i'm like that's so cheap but yeah. like fine you they, know it's a spy movie of course he's gonna move on you know yeah that and the fact that like you know ving rames isn't it i'm like you you couldn't get ving rames back yeah. and and michelle monet like you couldn't right. like come on man he's been in all of them you couldn't yeah. like what was he doing that was more important than this yeah that you couldn't pay him to bring him back super disappointing mm-hmm so however <laughs> yeah right well i was gonna leave that to the end but whatever <laughs> no, let's keep going um yeah so we get we get our mission he chooses to accept it his team's already waiting for him mm-hmm. it's like paula Patton and benji not really much of a team no it's pretty pretty uh thin yeah you think that they would bring in like one more person but well, they, I guess they kind of they do. They do with Jeremy Renner. Yeah. He becomes the next person yeah. in the team. And if you don't believe that fucking Jeremy Renner is going to kick some ass in this movie, you're you're blind, you baby. You got another thing coming. <laughs> I just... It, not even for a second was I led was i gonna believe that he was just gonna be an analyst. Right. Which really? is what they, they set him up as basically a nerd. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, no. It's like, come on, son. No way. No. No, no. way. I don't even need, uh, um, like, um, the Avengers or mm-hmm. I, I don't need any of that. Like, just look at him. Yeah. There's no way that that dude's just gonna be a dork. Yeah, a pencil pusher. Yeah, go fuck yourself. No, no, no. no. So, um, the main crux of it is essentially that the uh, they're breaking to the Kremlin. Yes, in yes, order to they, find yeah, that's uh, right, tapes, that's right. right? They're looking yes, for tapes. Looking for the tapes. Um, you don't really need to know why. It's just they're looking for the tapes. Yeah. Um, while they're doing their mission, <laughs> somebody <laughs> breaks into their channel, their secret channel, and blasts it uh, to the Kremlin uh, security. Yeah. It blows their cover. Says that we're going along with this mission. We're gonna, you know, explode these things or whatever, and that ruins their entire mission. The yeah. tapes are already missing. They've been set up essentially. So okay, so I, w- I was a little confused by that. Okay. Um. So oh, there it is. Ah, that's it. That's the one. Uh huh. There it is. Yep. Yep. We got um. There. <laughs> I hope I hope people can't hear that at all. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, shh, shh. It's it's closer. Oh, that's t- closer. T- take your chin off. Take your chin off. Oh, yeah. There you that's, go. That's better. That's yeah. there it is. Some that's, spy drums. That's for the you. spy drums. Get you in the mood. Um. <clears throat> so does he 
did did uh I think his name's Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Does he know that they're there too, or does he just like? I I was confused by that. Like they said him. They said. Obviously, they he he used that as a distraction to get out of there scot free, whatever. Right, right. But like, how does he know that they're also there? They don't really go into that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Now, I I was assuming that it was because there might be a mole in IMF, as there often is, mm-hmm. that's feeding him this information, or he has some tie <coughs> to IMF to know that they were going to be there at that time. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's too convenient that they're just happen to be there looking for the same thing at the same time. Right. Because really, they're trying to find a, uh, a nuclear device, right? Yeah, the, because the, it gets, the nuclear launch codes. Right. And it gets taken from... Uh, the Kremlin. Yes. But also, in the beginning, they have the suitcase that gets taken as well. Right? The suitcase, I guess. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, he takes the suitcase. What's in... Oh, the suitcase is the thing that... that um, launches the it, you put you put those you put the codes into the that box. into the suitcase and then that goes to a sub yeah that, that fires the fires the missiles yeah yeah right so they needed that too yeah they needed, they needed that both. They and needed, they needed the, code. the codes yeah yeah okay so that got taken as well in the beginning that's that's why that dude got murdered the yeah. spy got murdered in the beginning okay let me let me just say for people who are listening like. This one... It is that confusing. Yes. It's, this <laughs> one's got to be the most convoluted yeah. out of all of it's them. It's not just us. We promise. Yeah. It, it. This one's all over the place. Right, right. When you watch it, you're like, um, wait, so who... Wait. Huh? <laughs> they do a lot of things... Like, okay, let's just let's just kind of run down it a little bit. Okay. Um. So, yeah, they. He, he's got the... He, he steals the box at the same time that they were going there. Um. Blows up half the Kremlin. Well, not half, like a third of it. Maybe less than that. Like a quarter of it. Like a quarter, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know why I'm splitting they, hairs with that. They keep saying they blew up the Kremlin, so I don't know. <laughs> Not the whole thing. A lot of it. <laughs> big, a big portion. I mean, the way that it fucking, enough. The way that it explodes looks dope. Mm-hmm. You get the patented Tom Cruise run yeah. away from the building, then right. it gets like thrown into a car. Right. Great scene. Right. They, that was played a lot in the trailer. I remember yeah. seeing that, going, "Ooh, that looks dope." Uh huh. And mind you, the entire reason for them to blow the Kremlin is so that it's, um. Pinned on the U.S. Yeah. Because they, uh, the guy, by opening the radio channel, made it seem like the U.S. planned on blowing up the Kremlin. Right. This, the main <clears throat> villain, his entire thing is he wants basically a, a nuclear holocaust, essentially. Right. Because right. um, he's just a whack job. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. They they don't really go into that either they, as, that it, much. It was said in passing. Like, yeah. They have like a little speech by so, him yeah. saying that he's part of this weird sect that's like all about. Nuclear starting war. nuclear war yeah, yeah. He just wants to, and he's like they're like he wants to start it and he doesn't care how he just wants, he just wants to do to, it he wants to start it yeah yeah uh so again it's kind of it doesn't really make a whole ton of sense like i i get the motivation you know if he pins it on the u.s the tensions between russia and, and the united states are, will rise obviously and then when some when they fire on the u.s it will start nuclear war mm-hmm so I get that, but it does. They don't. They still don't really explain how, and why. Like how he knew that they were going to be there, well, and that and they would pin it on. Like when he gets caught. Like again, if they, what if they didn't catch Tom Cruise? Mm-hmm. You know, what if he made it out alive and didn't get like he? So he gets 
the bomb goes off. He gets knocked unconscious. They find him at the hospital, and he's um, they 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 the cop, this detective yeah, who becomes Russian like cop. a fucking nuisance throughout the whole film. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh sort of interrogating him. He finds like his his costume or whatever, and finds out, and then they pin it on him. Right. But like, what if he didn't get caught? Who would they have pinned it on? I th- uh, yeah, I mean that's true. I I think that. They tried to allude to the fact that the radio signal was enough, like that that radio correspondence. Yeah, because he kept going team leader, right. team leader. Right. So I, th- I think that they were trying to say like that in itself was enough to confirm that it was the Americans somehow. But that's a that's a pretty decent leap, man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, true. It's pretty now, good leap. I I feel like maybe some of this was discussed and we just missed it. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it just, it was a lot. It was That's a what lot, I'm saying. Dude. Because it is so thick of a plot, it leads me to think that maybe on repeated views, we could catch more of yeah. those little details, but. Yeah. Well, they, and another thing that these movies does is they throw, they throw around a lot of names and companies and stuff. Yes. Yeah. But it just in passing. Well, and it's names and also aliases. Yeah. So it's like, wait, what? Is that the same person? Yeah, is, this is, is Kavanaugh Cobalt. And you're like, wait, what? who's who's the other guy? <laughs> so <clears throat> for uh so they they make it out. Obviously Tom Cruise escapes. Once every once all the chips have kind of fallen into place, uh the Kremlin is blaming the United States for the attack, and so the United States, uh, the president Orders ghost protocol for IMF. Mm-hmm. So IMF is fucking done. Disavowed. Disavowed. Except for the Secretary of the State, which were introduced to him in the fourth <laughs> film. Yeah. Now all of a sudden uh, You're a factor. He's he's uh super good friends with Tom Cruise's character. Yeah. And this is um shit, I'm forgetting the actor's name. Mm. Really good British actor. God damn it. I'll look it up. But anyway, yeah. So he's the Secretary of State, and uh, he. This is where we get introduced to him and Jeremy Renner, mm-hmm. and uh, who's really just like his assistant, right? Right. At this point, he's his chief analyst, right? And so, uh, he lets him go, but not before getting blasted in the head. Oh yeah. So, which was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Like the I, way that they did that. Uh, but again, that doesn't even make any sense either. Be- well, it, not that it doesn't. Holy shit, this made a lot of money. <laughs> it's almost made $700 million. Damn. Good for them. So, um, uh, Tom Wilkinson. Ah. Uncredited. Really? Hmm. Didn't know that. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, they, they, they get killed. They get just fired upon mm-hmm. by this russian uh uh po- police unit yeah. i didn't really understand that either like was, i i thought that it was like um cobalt's team yeah i thought it was like a hit squad yeah and then, they're just and, they're standing out there with fully automatic weapons just, just going at blasting them. on yeah. this truck like it really didn't make a lot of sense like it, it made me think like okay this is a terrorist organization right. and you find out that the, the cop is the one leading it, and you're like wait a minute he just they, he just kind of murdered them in cold blood. Yeah, didn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. I never I never caught that. I always thought it was like part of the cobalt. Man, no inside it, job type deal. Yeah, when he when when the main cop shows up and he's like, "What are you shooting at?" And you're like, 
why are you shooting at? What, like, what, why, did, why did you open fire yeah. on them like that? Maybe, maybe this might be the case. What if he came to it after the fact and was like, what are you guys doing? Why are you, why are you well, firing on this vehicle? But even still, I, I believe that that's probably the case. But even still, like, I thought that they were the police. Why would they just open fire? Like, well, they might be in the pocket of Cobalt. Yeah, but they never explain that. Yeah. You're leaping and stretching to the moon to make this make sense. Just let it. It's a plot hole. Not really a plot hole because it's not. It doesn't. It's just loose logic. Yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, it just doesn't make a yeah. whole ton of sense. But so. in the moment, it doesn't really matter. We're on the ride. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't really. It didn't take me out of the movie. But now that I'm thinking about it, I don't like it. <laughs> I have. I don't like this movie anymore. Okay. So well, that's the episode. Uh, <clears throat> thank you guys for listening. Um, so yeah, he gets killed. Him and Jeremy Renner make it out. So now Jeremy Renner is on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole time he's playing coy. Yeah, he's just this nervous. Uh, I don't know, blah 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 kind of guy. They do do a pretty funny thing after they get out of the car, mm-hmm. um, where they escape because uh, Ethan puts a flare <laughs> on the guys oh yeah one of the yeah and kicks him out uh and And then they start shooting the the flare yeah and after the fact he's like how did you know that they were gonna shoot at the flare yeah he's like i I don't know i just i figured it'd work i yeah it's just a hunch i just yeah on a hunch and he's like a hunch yeah like that's how you that's how you do things like (laughs) and, and like i thought that was like a funny like admission of like this is kind of dumb. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's a movie. Deal with it. You know, yeah. like. It's very uh, self-aware. Right. Yeah. Right. So I appreciated that. Yeah. I appreciate those little winks and nods of like, we know, we know. Yeah. Okay. Like if if everyone just accepts that, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, well, somebody out there is going to be like, well, how would he know that they would, that that would even work? <laughs> right. And he, like Jeremy Renner plays like the voice of reason for yeah. a second, which is funny. So. Now he's on the team. He's back with his back with uh, Paula Patton and uh, and yep. and uh, Simon Pegg, Benji, mm-hmm. and then they go on another mission to fucking uh, Dubai. Yeah. So it's just like okay, it, it it's not it's not really worth it or interesting to try to uh, just run down this plot because it's just so much. It's a lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> just too much. So let's just let's just say. Let's just talk about the film overall. Get, get, let's give the people the highlights. That's what I like to do. Yeah. What stood out to you? Yeah. Uh, this one, you know, the action set pieces are, are really great. Mm-hmm. Um, the sticky glove is, <laughs> is the uh, iconic scene from this movie. Yes, and it's a great scene, him yeah. going up, uh, uh, climbing the side of that building. Great scene. Um, I like uh, the way that that guy, the way that Cobalt kills himself is the silliest. <laughs> just, uh, it's just amazing. It's great work. Like it looks really good. It does. So he thinks that they're, they're in this like weird uh, parking garage yeah. where like cars are being moved. It's and, like an automated parking garage. We yeah. actually have one in Orlando. They do have one? Yeah, they just made one not too long ago, oh, that's like dope. last year. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to go and have a fight scene there. Exactly. So he jumps. So instead of giving Tom Cruise the case with the with the launch mm-hmm. codes Which in it or whatever. Which is the only way they can cancel the, the bomb. Yeah. Because it's it's being launched. Yeah, it's, at, at this point, it's mid-launch. It's On in the way the air. to San Francisco. Yeah. He grabs the case. He jumps off of a ledge and slams into a car face first. He like... <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> he just belly flops into a car, slam, uh-huh. falls off of it, hits the ground. It's amazing. They yeah. show the whole thing. Mm-hmm. No cutaways in this one. No, no. Fantastic stuff. Uh, I also, one thing that I really liked was um, the 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 uh, the overarching, uh, I wouldn't call it a plot point, but like just every time... Like all of their stuff not working the way it should because mm-hmm. they don't have any resources because they've right. been disavowed. Right. And right. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Like they don't make a big deal about it, but it's just a. It's just something that just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Like the face, the mass technology. Yeah. Benji wants to do it really bad, and they never get to do it, which mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really funny. Like yeah. he's like masks, we get to wear masks, <laughs> and then they don't get to do it because the technology fucks up. Right. The glove fucks up. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the only reason he has to climb out there is because he has to get to the to the uh, server physically he has mm-hmm. to physically plug something in and says as opposed to uh hacking Sitting it remotely yeah and if they had the imf resources he wouldn't have had to do that so a lot of things kind of hinge on the fact that like everything is going wrong right and he kind of he says that at the end mm-hmm. like everything went wrong they were like we only we only made it because of dumb luck and he's like is it luck though or is it fate bro <laughs> did we all come together for a reason bro Whoa! Exactly. Put your fucking mind, bro. Whoa. So yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. What, you, what highlights for you? I mean, yeah, those two set pieces. Obviously, <laughs> the the big one for me, and like I alluded it to, or alluded to it at the beginning of this episode, is the the twist at the end mm-hmm. with uh, his wife still being alive. I like the entire thing of Jeremy Renner's character having all this uh, guilt. Guilt. Yeah. Over supposedly being responsible for Ethan's yeah. wife's death. Right. So that's the thing we find out midway through the film. Right. Is yeah. that he was he's supposed to guard Julia uh in Croatia or yeah. something. Croatia, yeah. Um and that there was like this hit squad that came out and murdered her. Yeah. Uh and the entire time before that we were led to believe that it was just a relationship thing and they yeah. just ended up breaking up. Right. But so, then that's that's hit on us right. late in the game which you then believe because it's like oh well they wouldn't add this extra level of you know plot point that wasn't true at this point right. of the story right right so that leads credibility to it and you're like oh damn that kind of that that's pretty dark yeah you know so now now you've now you're giving uh ethan's character extra motivation mm-hmm. and again it's like you know and tom cruise to his credit once you find this out he kind of seethes with this underlying like hurt you can mm-hmm. see it in his eyes yeah. you know like he, he's just so good yeah it's just so good yep and you know um yeah that was fantastic mm-hmm. it's like a like a double twist yeah. again you see her live uh, at the end and it's like oh yeah. Movies never do this. They never right. bring back the actor that you think just didn't want to be part of the movie right. for five minutes at the very end of the movie. Right, twice yeah. too. Because right. and Ving Rhames is back. He makes well. a cameo in the end, and yep. you're like, ah. Oh, so this friend. is all intentional. They oh. just wanted to say, here's a new team. Oh, but we brought him back. Right. We just wanted to do something different this mm-hmm. time. It's like, oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was that was a slam dunk for me. Yeah. Great end. Great uh-huh. twists. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, overall, like this one k- kind of reminds me of the second one. Not as silly, mm-hmm. but definitely like convoluted for no reason. Yeah. There's a lot going on that you could have really simplified. Like, like where, like the scene where, um, uh, 
where he goes to buy the launch codes. Mm-hmm. The uh, the bodyguard goes to buy the launch codes, and they have to the whole the whole switcheroo thing mm-hmm. where they're like, we're gonna wear masks, and then the this person will that think that this person, yeah, print. contact thing. He's taking the picture. Yeah. She finds out. Like it's all a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And then at the in the chase sequence, he uh, Tom Cruise, Ethan rips the mask off the guy's face. You find mm-hmm. out that it's actually Cobalt who went to to buy, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, but why? why? Yeah. Why yeah, did we I, need that? I and how does he have the technology too? <laughs> Everybody has this face technology. What the fuck? Yeah. Does every terrorist organization, every government organization, did you just buy it in stores in this universe? Why is everyone able to do this? Throwing Answer me! The- Answer me. Answer me. Tell me why. They're on Amazon. They're on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't like it, but yeah. it just didn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I feel like this one does suffer from, like, the more you think of it, the more you're like, eh, wait a minute. Yeah. But in the moment, I feel like it's it's a fun ride. Yeah, no, it's great. It was, I mean, the production value is really high. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's doing really well. This isn't one of those films where, like, one, like, there's no, there's no Philip Seymour Hoffman. Let's just no. say that. No, there's not. And I think it's. It's sorely missing yeah. in this one. We need a good bad guy. Right. And um, Cobalt is not. No. He's just, he just he barely says anything in the movie. Yeah, no. He doesn't really have a character. Yeah. And and I think that they could have done a lot more with that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like if you picked... Excuse me. If you, if, you, um, if you had like a... Not a better... Well, a more well-known actor play this guy. Mm-hmm. And you had him kind of have scenes where he's explaining like why he wants nuclear war. Mm-hmm. Like I think uh, that, a bit more motivation. I think. Would yeah, help. and then and then, you know you kind of you kind of care more, mm-hmm. and you you want to see him. You want to see Ethan take him down more. Like at this point, it's just like it just seems like this inevitable thing. Yeah. Where it's just like there's going to be nuclear war at some point. I'm just going to push it along. It's like, well, who are you? <laughs> right. Why? You know? Why? Why do you want to do that? Yeah. No motivation like, from the villain. They, they loosely explain his sort of mantra and his his idea and ideologies behind it. Yeah. And why he wants to do that, but it's like it has to be more personal than that, right? There yeah. has to be some story. Well, and that's and that's like the most dialogue he has in the film. Yeah, it's him talking on a TV screen. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, I I wasn't really feeling that too. Not much. a great villain, but again, overall, I, you know, it's definitely a, a thrill ride of a movie. Yeah, and I I still recommend it to to people. I think it's along the lines of the the better half of the Mission Impossible. Yeah. So. That's still good. Still really good. Yeah. What would you give it? I'm the host. What'd you give it? I would give it a four. Yeah, I'll give it a four okay. out of six. It was still really enjoyable, but like, yeah, that the plot's just a little too... There's too much going on in the plot that just kind of mm-hmm. pulls you away. And you're, you're just... No movie... You should never be watching a movie and, and be going, wait, wait, who's that now? Why, yeah. why did that yeah. happen? Like, everything should be... Movies that have like complex plots, you should have to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you miss something. Right. That's fine. I, you know, it's like if you if you're not paying attention, go fuck yourself. That's yeah. your fault. But I was like, I was watching it yeah. intently. Yeah. And I'm still going. Wait, who, uh, what was that guy? Why did he do that? You know. So things should never be. I should never have questions unless those questions are answered at some point. Yeah. And they weren't. Well, and that's basically exactly what i was going to say which is even if in uh, a second watch we catch on to these 
plot points and are able to now that we know the names of these characters and we understand generally where the story is going to go we can identify oh that's when they said that that's what they meant by saying this yeah it doesn't really matter yeah when you're making a movie it has to be one of those things that in my opinion you get at first blush yeah at least enough to understand <clears throat> motivations and why things are happening i think on repeat views you should pick up on more things that are explored like thematically right you know when you start connecting more dots and you're like oh they did this because of this mm -hmm. that foreshadowing was for this or things or like that deeper layers that's what i'm know? saying that's right. what i'm saying like you know something where on the surface you're like that's why that happened but then now you're like oh but it but it connects to this thing and right. that's why that that's why he said this mm -hmm. like those that's the kind of stuff that i think you should be picking up yep. on second viewing not the plot right 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 you know exactly and i i feel like in a way it kind of goes in the opposite direction of part two and it's it, it suffers more from trying to be too much too complex yeah as opposed to being too dumb yeah this is not a dumb movie no but at the same time I, I feel like they maybe bit off a little more than they could chew yeah at the same token again still a really enjoyable thrill ride of a movie i'd give it a four out of five or six as well so well there you go that's that's it folks um we have another two episodes coming at you so strap in the mission if you choose to accept it there there it is that's it it's mission impossible we love you thank you for listening we'll be back with episode five for rogue nation goodbye <laughs> jesus <laughs> no.